Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back to Timberwolves Tonight here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Henry Lake, I'm your host. Christopher Tubbs is producing tonight. I am at Target Center, and I'm upset. I came down to Target Center like all these fans, and this team right now, they aren't giving the fans anything to be happy about. They're not giving the fans quality basketball to watch. The Wolves fall tonight to the Hornets, 121-113, to 113, and I am taking your phone calls at 651-461-9226. The more and more I think about tonight's basketball game, um, the more I'm frustrated, the more I look at it and I'm, I'm like, I'm ticked off. You know, in years past, you would look at a guy like Kelly Oubre and you'd be like, yeah, he's tearing us up. Kelly Oubre was trash tonight. He, he, he wasn't, he wasn't good. And he's a guy that typically rips our heart, our hearts out. Scary Terry Rozier, he didn't do anything tonight. He's typically a guy that just eats us alive. You got guys that typically have monster games, do nothing, and you still lose. Great game for LaMelo Ball, 32 points, 10 boards, 8 assists, damn near triple-double. Outstanding game for that young man. P.J. Washington, mm, he chipped in 20 and 8. <laughs> Phone lines, 651-461-9226. Let's go to Rick in Invergrove Heights. What's up, Rick? Hey, Lake. How you doing, man? Uh, there's been better nights. Yeah, I, I hear you. And, yes, it is snowing here from your <laughs> question earlier. But, um, hey, look, man, I'm not, like, real dialed in with the Wolves. I guess I've just kind of been disgruntled over the years with uh, with performances like tonight. But I, I heard you say that, um, you know, maybe maybe it would get better when Edwards gets some help. And I guess I'm uh, – where's that help going to come from, man? I mean, I think Gobert's going to go down as probably a really bad trade when we look back at it years from now. Um, uh Cat uh, can't stay on the court, you know. I mean, they're they've given up uh, the future a little bit to try and get Gobert in here. Um, what am I missing here? Where where is that help really going to come from? You think? Well, for the rest of this season, you know where the the help's going to come from. In the post game presser, Anthony Edwards, when asked about because uh, you know he's trying to score as much as he can, he basically, in terms of the help, he's looking to Cat. Like it, you can hear, he's like, man, hopefully we get big big fella back real quick. Like, that was literally Anthony Edwards like, Cat, help me. I need help. I need help. <laughs> so uh, no, so, I... so for, the, for the short term, it's Cat. For the long term, I don't know, man. I really don't. 
Yeah, I don't know either. I, I mean, I think Edwards is an excellent young player, and I think he can become elite. But uh, man, oh man, they got to surround him with some guys that can stay on the court and can help him, or uh, or he's going to be gone. You know, I just I don't see him sticking around long term. Yep. Hey, thanks for the phone call. I appreciate it from uh, Rick in Invergrove Heights. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Rick got in on the phone lines. That means somebody else can get in right now. Uh, someone else that wants to chime in is David. He's leaving Target Center right now. Hey, Henry, how are you? I'm okay, David. How you doing, man? Be safe on the road. Sounds like it's well, snowing again. Yeah, it's not too bad. Uh, okay. First time caller, love the show. Uh, this was my uh, first game of the season at Target Center. I'm sorry. I uh, totally, I totally agree with you. There was just no energy from the Wolves the first three quarters. A lot of sloppy play. And then I agree with Allen's assessment after the game that the big difference for me at the first half was when we did get to the free throw line, we missed a lot of free throws that could have made the difference at the end of the game. Yeah, we did miss free throws, but, I mean, for the entire game, we only missed six free throws. Like, we weren't getting to the line. That's the problem to me. They shot 28 free throws, and we only shot 16. Like, that's a big disparity. I agree. Yeah. I agree, but just a, a lot of sloppy play and just didn't feel like there was much cohesiveness offensively, and I didn't see a lot of leadership out there. Yep. Hey, hey thanks for the phone call from from David leaving Target Center. Uh, look, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, um, I like the fact that he got minutes tonight. And Torian Prince did not play tonight. Okay, Torian Prince out for personal reasons. Uh, Torian Prince out. Nikhil Walker-Alexander. Um, he looked okay. 13 points on 5 of 10 shooting. He hit three three-point shots. The first one was way off. And then after that, he knocked down uh, the next three that he took. But one thing I do want to say, um, Nikhil, man, you're literally like played in like three games. The, the complaining with the refs, I'm not trying to see that. <laughs> and I'm not saying I'm not saying that just because you're new, you can't have something to say to the refs because you're an NBA player. If you feel like you've been fouled or if there's a back, I get that. But not, come on now, we're not doing that every trip now. Like the, in basketball, there's fouls, and those fouls are going to get called. Um, so yeah, and he ended up getting a technical foul, I think, tonight. Yeah, he did get a technical foul. But he's trying to fit in with the Wolves, right? I mean, so now he's, he's officially one of us. I just, I just, no, I'm getting, I'm just getting tired of that. Um, <laughs> Dennis Smith Jr. Dennis Smith Jr. had seven points and four assists tonight. Dennis Smith Jr. Are you guys listening to what I'm saying? Dennis Smith Jr. was better off the bench than Jalen Noel. Dennis Smith Jr. was out of the league for a minute. Not for very long, but you get what I'm saying? Like, things happen tonight that shouldn't be happening. 651-461-9226. Let's go to Phil in Plymouth. What's up, Phil? Hey, I I had the displeasure of being at the game tonight, too. It was a tough one. Very tough. Um... I guess I just kind of going with the first caller. I just want some reason to have hope and believe besides Anthony Edwards. Cause I look at this team and I see that the number one issue we made just being in person. I know I'm a little biased against Rudy Gobert. Cause I just, 
the trade just seems so terrible. I think if you went back on it now and they're like a team offered us Jared Vanderbilt and Walker Kessler straight up for Rudy Gobert, it'd be like a maybe. And then you throw in all the other role players and picks and the fact he'll be making fifty million in two years, and it's just kind of scary to me. But he just he can't seem to guard um, smaller guys and get out to the three point line. And there's not a lot of teams that have the big lumbering Steven Adams like centers for him to guard and um, offensively, there's a few times around the rim that he has, you know, I had a, when I was in middle school, I had a guy on my team who was a football offensive lineman and he was big and he was strong, but he had no touch around the rim. And sometimes Rudy just throws the ball hard at the basket and doesn't leap when teammates pass Mally Oops. But I, I just see that cap hit and that lack of draft capital being so crippling. So I know you said cat is the short-term answer, but what's the long-term answer? How are we going to get Ant help before he loses his patience? No, 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 no. I love the rant. Hey, thanks for the phone call from Phil in Plymouth. And and Phil is speaking to things that I've said even going back to the trade. You give up way too much. And I've said this from day one, that you cannot give away that much draft capital when you know you need that draft capital to surround – surround Anthony Edwards with good young talent when he's the future of your franchise. You can't do it, number one. So me and Phil are on the same page there. Secondly, let me let me say this to Phil. Rudy's not the problem, okay? L- let, me, let me repeat this for all Wolves fans. Rudy Gobert is not a bad basketball player. Rudy Gobert doesn't fit here. The way that this team is currently constructed, let me let me let me rephrase it. Let me rephrase it. I'm not saying he doesn't fit here. It's not a great fit here. Okay? It's not a great fit here. That's what I'll say about that. And then thirdly, just to kind of tell Phil what I'm thinking about, and I'm not and Phil and everybody else out there listening, you can kind of put the pieces together in your mind. If you've made a deal that's essentially stripped yourself of many resources to surround Anthony Edwards, then you have to correct your mistakes, right? So what do you think you need to do in this offseason to possibly recoup picks? Hmm. Hmm. I'm not saying anything. Just put two and two together. If you've got Anthony Edwards and you're surrounding him with pieces to build a contending team, and you need picks, what on this roster is going to recoup you picks? I don't even need to tell you. I don't need to say no names. Y'all know what I'm talking about. 651-461-9226. Another phone call from Anthony and Maple Grove. Hey, Henry. Long-time listener. Great show. Just wanted to say, around, around the same vein, when do we start holding Tim Conley responsible? I know he's only been here a year or so, but he seems like he's been hiding and nobody's holding him responsible. The media's not criticizing him. And then, you know, what's the future of Chris Finch as we continue down this road? It just seems like it's not fitting at all, and, and Tim Conley was just this stargate hire, and, and we didn't really do our research. A little bit, Anthony, because 
I see what you're saying, but I, but I would I would I would look at it through this lens. Okay, maybe it's maybe it's not us necessarily disagreeing about the Tim Connolly stuff, but maybe just look at it through this lens. Okay, and follow me. Tim Connolly, in yep. your opinion, in my opinion, the Rudy Gobert trade, you gave up too much, and it was essentially at this point a bad trade, right? Right. Oh, even I mean, like the Delo trade, right? Like there. Nah, I didn't have any. I, I, I didn't have any issue with the D'Lo trade. I really didn't. I really did. D'Lo, D'Angelo Russell, going back to last season when he quit on this team and and has and, and basically said a lot of you know a lot has come out about how how he was not really trying to help out Rudy Gobert or integrate him. D'Lo, I, I had issues with D'Lo. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to put that on the table. We talked about D'Lo for the last year. D'Lo was very inconsistent himself. Um, I was not a fan of D'Angelo Russell. I'm just telling you right now. But but getting back to Conley, though, but the, the reason why I want to get back to Conley, though, is in terms of the Rudy deal, is that just looking at that, if everybody in the media – acknowledges and says, well, that wasn't a great trade. That probably is it's, it's going to bite us in the butt for a while. And the fans hate it, right? How much can we talk about that? Like, if we've all said it, if we've all acknowledged it, like, we're not going to beat that in the ground every single day about the Rudy Gobert trade. Like, like I get it. Like, we're all staring at it, and we're all just kind of, like, shocked, and we're like, man, this is frustrating to watch. But, like, we're not going to do radio shows every day about it. We're not going to you know, print articles about it every day. Like at some point you just got to let it play out. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I just think you should hold him a little bit more responsible. You know, he, he seems to hide from the spotlight and not really answer any questions usually except that one interview a few years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I get what you're saying, Anthony. Hey, man, we're, we're, yeah. we're both. I mean, yeah, we're yeah. and look, look, I like Tim. But right now, I would even say that I'm kind of questioning the move. I mean, I questioned it from day one. Because when I looked at it, for what you gave up in terms of the players, and then you look at the the picks, the one thing that I always hated about the trade itself, okay? And I'm not trying to make this specific one-night show about, and I'm not trying to make this specific one-night show about, you know, this Timberwolves tonight just about that trade. But I'll say this. I think you gave up way too many first-round picks. Like, I can get a team asking for a one, right, um, and some players and stuff like that. But when you're giving up that many, it, it just that, that made no sense to me. I, you overpaid. That's all you did. You, you overpaid. But I hear you, Anthony. I, I, I appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. Thank you. Yep. All right, Anthony and Maple Grove calling in, and I got no issue with Anthony's take. It's a great take. I appreciate the phone call. All right, uh, 651-461-9226. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get to a few highlights, and then we're done on Timberwolves tonight. All right, final couple of minutes here on Timberwolves tonight. Shout-out to my guy Troy Bell in the building. Troy Bell's in the building with his family, his beautiful family. Um, 651-461-9226. Wolves fall to the Charlotte Hornets. Yes, y'all heard me correctly. Not the Milwaukee Bucks. Not the Golden State Warriors, who we play on Sunday. Not the L.A. Lakers, who we play on this road trip. Not the Sacramento Kings. The Charlotte Hornets. The Charlotte Hornets, after tonight's win, 18-43. and 43. All right, let's get to the highlights. Uh, it started in the first quarter. Attacking and going to the rim was one P.J. Washington. Here's Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Leans into the rim. Got uh, Came up short. He got knocked down. Five on four. Back the other way. Here's Washington coast to coast. to lay it in. 35-30. A five-point horn. Let's go. You do not 
want to give the Hornets opportunities in transition. No, you don't. And I thought that, man, tonight with just the turnovers, you had 15 more tonight. What are the Wolves doing? All right, in the second quarter, more of Charlotte getting points off of those turnovers. Two minutes to go. There's no sense of urgency. Oh, the Wolves throw it away on the right side of the floor. It's scooped up by Terry Rozier. This half cannot come to an end quick enough. LaMelo ball with it up top. Drives on Ant. Swings it out to the corner. Rozier catch and shoot three. It's good. The nightmare continues. 135 left to play, and the Wolves are down by 11. Did y'all hear, y'all hear how frustrated Allen Horton was there? Oh my gosh. Allen was hot. He was upset. All right, let's go to the third quarter. Rudy here with the bucket. It gave, uh, or it had the Wolves in the midst of an 8-0 run. Off to Anthony Edwards on the attack. Top of the key steps through in the lane. Double clutches, shot short. Rudy offensive rebound. Oh, yeah. Two-handed stuff over his head. 85-82. It's an 8-0 Timberwolves run. All right, so it's an 8-0 run. And then in the fourth quarter, the Wolves started to step up a little bit. Um, Nas Reed started to ball a little bit. Anthony Edwards hit a clutch three-point shot. This three put the Wolves up by one. It was their first lead at this particular point since the first quarter. Got it back. Swings it out to Nas Reed, who gets it back to Ant. Cross court. Kyle to the corner. Here's Jordan McLaughlin. Back to the other side. Ant, good pumping. Side steps to his left. Fires from the three. He gives the Wolves the lead with 8.20 left. A one-point advantage. The Wolves' first lead since there was two minutes and 38 seconds left to play in the opening quarter. Yeah, and last but not least, this was kind of the dagger of uh, the night with a LaMelo ball. Wolves got points. They got him in a hurry. 130 left to play in the game. Ball with it up top. The number three pick against Anthony Edwards, the number one pick from three years ago. Here's ball switched on to Kyle Anderson. Top of the key. Pass right wing. Hayward drives back out. Ball straight away on the three. Clutch. 117 to 111 with 120 left to play in the game. Wolves must score here with 115 left. Conley to his left, here's Anthony Edwards. Inside the arc to the mid-post, cross-court pass, threw it away. Threw it away, split the difference between Conley and McDaniels. Jaden was at the angle, Conley in the corner, and Ant fired it right in between them. 15 turnovers on the Wolves. All right, that's going to wrap it up, 121 and 113. The Hornets get the victory. Wolves off tomorrow. They face the Golden State Warriors. They go to the west side. They go on the west coast. Uh, next week, and uh, I'll talk to you guys on Monday. Have an awesome weekend. We'll talk to you on the Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.